The following program is brought to you by Estelle Abraham. Thanksgiving Day, this Thursday, so what am I thankful for? For the opportunity to bring listeners to our program, The Voice of Our People in Music. Today, several brand new musical selections. Also today on Jewish Community Radio, information and music, which will warm you for this upcoming hour and throughout this week of holiday preparations. On this program, we'll also be talking about our Shabbat, the Sabbath, the Jewish gift to the civilized world. Estelle Deutsch Abraham here inviting you to join me for the next hour of radio when we share that rich heritage of Jewish music and Jewish thought. It's shared by the entire world, sometimes a lullaby, sometimes Israel's contemporary rock beat. It's all kinds of Jewish musical sounds. The Yiddish lead, Ladino melodies, the record of Judaic Spanish soul for over a thousand years, and the energy and excitement of today's performance setting scripture to new rhythms. With pride and pleasure, the great talents of theater and synagogue, our writers, our poets. Listeners, I will never run out of music to share with you, loyal listeners of Jewish Community Radio. Thankful I am to Washington Hebrew congregation Cantors, Bortnik, and Manovich. They brought from Israel a wonderful group of singers from the Beit Tefillah Yisraeli, a group of people who sing together on Shabbat in a very wonderful greeting of the Shabbat, looking over the Mediterranean Sea as the sun sets. Now, sit down and relax, but you will be inspired by the music coming up. The first song, Moshe Kibel Torah. Moses has received the Torah. Knesset Ha 
Shekibel Torah Misinai, sung for us by the group called the Beth Tfilah Israeli Ensemble. Another piece of music appropriate for the Shabbat service, Lechad Odi, coming up again, the same group from Israel. <laughs>
That was the Beth Tvila Israeli Ensemble from Israel, which places special emphasis on the music that accompanies prayers, creating a brand new Israeli liturgical language for us as well, because they do tour the world. Shabbat on the shores of the Mediterranean, Tel Aviv, Israel. Not necessarily the way we here in the United States may welcome the Shabbat. But isn't it a joy to contemplate, to visualize such a Shabbat in this 21st century? Singing L'cha Dodi, those same words were written hundreds of years ago, not too far from the Tel Aviv beach of today. In our Israel of yesterday, it was written in Sfat. L'cha Dodi, to welcome the Shabbat. Judaism's built-in way to disconnect from the fatigue and often stress that comes with our work week, our routine, our obligations. The Sabbath, the day of rest, the day offers us an opportunity to pause and consider what is our life all about. The Sabbath, the Shabbat, our gift to the civilized world. A medley of a few Yiddish songs of bygone days sung for you 
on this holiday season. The Deutsch sisters singing along with their children and my father, Chaim Deutsch. Swallow, we 
עין, איך בונים ממרי אל על, רוח סתם צוחק, לא צוחק ומתפלל, צחוק וצחוק מבוקר אור ועל חזייה Well, if you really like Yiddish here, this was a bonus for listening to Jewish Community Radio today. A medley of some of the favorite Yiddish songs, yours and mine, of course, yes, that was my family, and I was singing there too, and playing the piano. The voices and folk songs warmed me, I hope, listening to it today for, did the same for you. Our son, Chazan Aaron Abraham, is a great Chazan, everyone agrees. He's also a fine musician. You heard his voice in the family medley that was recorded when he was just a child. Today, my favorite Chazan, our son, Aaron Abraham, whose favorite pastime is delving into history, offers some insights into my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. We gather together to ask the Lord's blessing. Ho-ho-ho-shanna, ho-ho-ho-shanna. Of course you recognize the first phrase I sang from the famous song sung on Thanksgiving, an important holiday for all Americans. So what's with the Hoshana part? That word is used during one of our Jewish festivals, a celebration that strongly influenced Thanksgiving the beautiful harvest festival of Sukkot. The fact that Thanksgiving feels a lot like Sukkot is no coincidence. It is likely that the deeply religious pilgrims consciously drew on a model well known to them from the Bible, seeing themselves as new Israelites in a new promised land, the pilgrims surely found inspiration in Leviticus chapter 16 where God commands the Israelites to observe the Feast of Booths and to rejoice before the Lord your God at the time of the fall harvest. Another interesting bit of evidence is put forth by historian Rabbi Gilmarks, who points out that before reaching Plymouth Rock, the pilgrims spent several years in Holland, where they came into contact with Sepharadim, who had immigrated to that country following the expulsion from Spain. Certainly the pilgrims would have seen the booths built by these Spanish refugees and drawn on this reference in celebrating their bountiful harvest. There are other connections between the two holidays. In ancient times, Sukkot entailed a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. The ancient Israelite pilgrims lived for a week in temporary huts while giving thanks for a plentiful harvest. Likewise, the American pilgrims dwelled in makeshift huts, wigwams, that the Indians helped them build during their first winter in Massachusetts. By the way, the Puritan Christians who landed on American shores were called pilgrims in deference to their journey from England in search of religious freedom. Their dream of finding a place where they'd be free to worship as they pleased is certainly a concept not lost on the Jewish people. 
and the pilgrims certainly saw themselves as new Israelites experiencing their own exodus from an oppressive land. Here are a few more connections. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated with an outdoor feast. We eat outside in the sukkah. And the pilgrims welcomed the Wampanoag tribe to their celebration. We have an important tradition of welcoming guests to our sukkah. Of course, the food for both holidays is seasonally inspired. This year, as you celebrate Thanksgiving with family and friends, keep Sukkot in mind. Be proud of the fact that we Jews have made many important contributions to America and that our Bible gave some of the first settlers a source of comfort and inspiration. Chag Sameach! And I am proud of the fact that Jewish Community Radio can offer these few minutes of historical insight by Chazan Aaron Abraham of Temple Israel, Wilkes-Barre. What kind of music is Jewish music? As you listen to the music we offer today, I hope you enjoyed it, but also I hope you considered the content, the sources, the ideas the music embraces. That's my purpose in preparing Jewish Community Radio Program. A song we're playing a lot lately, Craig Taubman's Adonai. I think it's a lot of fun and I think it's a good song. A sentiment that the seeds of sun sing about, a song we all know, Bashana Haba'a. <laughs> Next year will come. It will bring beautiful things for all of us.
יבשילו עד הערב ויוגשו צוננים לשולחן ברוחות רדומים ייסעו אליהם הדרך עיתונים ישנים the sound of the group called Seeds of Sun. And singing a song we all wish for and hope for. Bashana haba'a, in the year to come, things will be so good for everyone in the entire world. If you're involved in organizational work, program committees for synagogues here on Jewish Community Radio, that's where the word will get out to those beyond your mailing list. So call us at 301-530-6530 and we'll help you get that important information out. Our listeners like you are interested in such news. And just as you listen to us, they want to listen to and they want to know what's happening in your, in your synagogue or your organization. And if you have theater or concert events to announce, well, we make that kind of announcement here, too. Many people in our audience who will remember this song, sung by Jan Pierce at the beginning of his most distinguished and musically varied career, Bluebird of Happiness. The beggar man and the mighty king are only different in name, for they are treated just the same by fate. Today a smile and tomorrow a tear, we're never sure what's in store. So learn your lesson before it is too late. 
who you are it's all the same somehow the king upon his throne the jester at his feet the artist the actress the man on the street it's a life of smiles and a life of tears it's a life of hopes and a life A blinding torrent of rain and a brilliant burst of sun. A biting, tearing pain and bubbling, sparkling fun. And no matter what you have, don't envy those you meet. It's all the same. It's in the game, the bitter and the sweet. And if things don't look so cheerful, just show a little fight. For every bit of darkness, there's a little bit of light. For every bit of hatred, there's a little bit of love. For every cloudy morning, there's a midnight moon above. some more information about our very beloved singer, Jan Pierce. I often play musical selections in Yiddish and Hebrew from the recorded repertoire of Jan Pierce, and that's for good reason. 
He left us a fine legacy of recordings, liturgical music, Yiddish folk songs, Yiddish popular and often sung theater melodies, and songs of Israel too. On occasion, a selection from his opera roles, here and abroad. His talent, his dedication to Jewish music as an expression of his Jewish commitment, I was privileged to know early in my own life. Proudly American, sentimentally Jewish. He was born Yehoshua Pinchas Perlmuth to immigrant parents in 1904 on New York's Lower East Side. A family of seven, they were crammed into an Orchard Street tenement apartment with grandparents and a rotating cast of boarders. Pierce showed early talent and he sang in the Henry Street, the famous Henry Street Synagogue. He played violin in a band. But music, his family felt, was no future for a nice Jewish boy, and they wanted him to go to DeWitt Clinton High School, which he did, and he entered Columbia University with plans to study medicine. That plan soon ended. He flunked. He had poor grades. Nothing to lose, Jacob Pinchas reinvented himself as Jack Pinky Pearl. He was a successful Borscht Belt band leader, and he became a fixture in the 1920s New York dance band circuit. In the 1930s, his lyric tenor voice earned him a role with the newly created Radio City Music Hall Broadcast Company. And in 1938, Metropolitan Opera conductor Arturo Toscanini heard him on the radio when he sang Bluebird of Happiness and other songs, and he summoned him for an audition. Despite little classical training, he rocketed to fame as a radio and stage star. This Bluebird of Happiness recording in 1945 further solidified him as a national star, the first classical artist to cross over into popular music. I heard Jan Pierce on WEVD's Forward Hour when I was a child, and I performed there on the Children's Hour. I heard him sing this Bluebird of Happiness. On this special segment of Jewish Community Radio today, featuring the music and the life of Jan Pierce. We've already heard Bluebird of Happiness, and now coming up, a song in Yiddish, a folk song in Yiddish, sung by Jan Pierce as he sang on the Forward Hour many years ago. Shash still, be quiet, hush. Let's listen to our Hasidic rabbi. Piesken singen, schreien alle Rebenjo, oi Rebenjo, oi Rebenjo. Scham, still, mach nicht kein Gerüde, der Rebe geht schon tanzen wieder, schau. Macht nicht kein Gewalt, der Rebe geht schon tanzen bald. Schau, macht nicht kein Gerüde, der Rebe geht schon tanzen wieder. Schau, macht nicht kein Gewalt, der Rebe geht schon tanzen bald. Betanzt, zittern die Band, 
In Yiddish, the song Shashtil, our featured singer today, Jan Pierce. Three years ago, Jan Pierce walked on stage at the Moscow Conservatory and stepped into an unscripted role as the West's first lifeline to Soviet Jewry in the post-Stalin era. And with one last-minute encore, he helped spark the Soviet Jewish movement. It all started in the spring of 1956 when Pierce's music life faced a new kind of test because out of the blue arrived an invitation from the Soviet Union. Saul Hurek, the legendary Jewish impresario, negotiated a deal for two of his stars, Jan Pierce and violinist Isaac Stern. He wanted them to play Russia that summer. It was not an easy decision. The Jewish Defense League denounced this cultural diplomatic effort. But the Eisenhower State Department approved the trip. Pierce agonized over the decision. But he was ambitious, and he also had a personal curiosity. He wanted to make history. He wanted to go where his parents had been born, and he wanted to be the first American opera singer ever to perform at the Moscow-famed Bolshoi Opera. It never occurred to him that his performance might touch a chord inside the Soviet Jewry. We started on the shores of 
Tel Aviv with uh, Moshe Kibel Torah and the Chadodi. Shabbat songs appropriate for today in your home or on the shores of the Mediterranean in Tel Aviv. Among the Sephardim, the Shabbat comes to a close on Saturday night with this beautiful melody for Hamavdil. A Ladino setting coming up of the Havdalah poem by Yitzchak Hakatan in Hebrew and in Ladino. Ladino setting in music, but a contemporary setting, the Havdalah poem by Yitzchak HaKatan for Saturday night service. The Havdalah service, when we sing Hamavdil, comes at the end of the Sabbath. The Sabbath, Judaism's built-in way to disconnect from the fatigue, often stress, that comes with our work week, our routine, our obligations. The Shabbat, the Sabbath, the day of rest, the day offers us an opportunity to pause, to consider what is our life all about. During critical historical times, composers are inspired to compose songs which move people to stirring patriotism. They create emotional response which are felt not only by a specific country, but the world at large. Such is the song coming up. Miss Kate Smith. Hello, everybody. It is my happy privilege to introduce a new song, God Bless America. While the storm clouds gather far across the sea, let us swear allegiance to a land Grateful for a land so 
God Bless America became Kate Smith's signature song. Originally written in 1912 by Irving Berlin, it was revised in 1938 and introduced in this way by Kate Smith on radio. Our music today reflect an echo, a hope, our wish for a peaceful world. On today's program, we talked about peace, we talked about Thanksgiving, and we talked about the Shabbat on the shores of the Mediterranean. We talked about Lachadodi, which had its origins in the town or the city of Savat, Israel, today. We talked about the Sabbath, our gift to the civilized world. Now, after this Thanksgiving week, we all look forward to our celebration of rededication, Hanukkah. We dedicate four weeks of music and interviews and special features commemorating that time in our Jewish history when we certainly were challenged as a people. The heroes of this historical time still inspire us. That inspiration expressed in our music, in our thoughts, here for four programs, four weeks on Jewish Community Radio. The song coming up, a song of peace, Shir L'Shalom. Shalom, a song of peace, sung for us by the IDF, Israeli Defense Forces. During this holiday of Thanksgiving, we must remember to be thankful for the state of Israel, and we ask God to protect and defend our holy land. Avinu Shabashamayim, a prayer for the state of Israel, sung by Cantor David Propus, written by Cantor Meir Finkelstein.
Again, again, Allah 
עליה. סוכת, סוכת שלומך. Jewish Community Radio each week brought to you by sponsors who make this program possible. The Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. The sticker price. The final price. No haggle. And that's the very smart reason to consider Fitzgerald's the next time you buy a vehicle. The no haggle approach to buying a car. The Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. Mom, it gets even better. Listeners in the Philadelphia area are able to get the Jewish Exponent for the same deal. www.jewishexponent.com slash 52 weeks will get you this year-long subscription or call 410-902-2300. 410-902-2300.